0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to You Were Born for this podcast with Father John Ricardo, Mary Guilfoyle. We're a couple of missionaries at Acts 29. This is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything having to do with transformation in the church. And we have our brother Albert back today. We do. I I am so glad to be with you. We are still, uh, actually, we, we just got home. Wow.
1: It was a whirlwind trip between um, Colorado and Oregon.
0: Cor- yeah, Colorado and Portland. Yeah, Denver and Portland. So yep. it's, it's nice to be in our own beds for a little <laughs> while, isn't it? Yes, it is. Nice <laughs> and guy. we have
1: much to look forward to this week because we're celebrating Thanksgiving. And so that's the topic that we're going to talk about today um, is gratitude. Mm-hmm.
0: Gratitude and, and maybe something like conversation starters for gatherings on Thursdays, huh? So why don't we press into that and just ask the Lord to bless it? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Father, we just thank you for the the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of everything. Everything's a gift. Faith, family, friendship, the cross. Everything that's happening. Lord, you're, you're present everywhere. And so we just ask for eyes to see you especially in those places where it's most difficult. Lord, we ask that you would pour out your spirit upon all of us, especially those of us who are tempted uh, to discouragement right now and who don't feel like thanking you, who don't feel like praising you. Remind us of who you are and what you've done and of what lies ahead. We pray for our gatherings this week, those times together with family and friends. We pray for those who will be alone this week that they would experience uh, the intimacy that you offer together with your Son and your Spirit. But we just ask your blessing on our conversation right now that it would be uplifting and encouraging. And we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. You know, I was just thinking, you know, it, it might be great, especially with the two of you. You know, like I don't have a family, obviously, but, you know, you're preparing to gather with your kids and you're preparing to gather with... Your daughter and her husband and their grand, or your grandkids, and we're going to be together with, you know, wider families at times or friends. Thanksgiving is an incredible time to be intentional as a disciple, especially with people who aren't disciples, right? Which is often the case in families. Uh, just to like um, encourage people to turn their attention to God and to what we can be grateful for. So, you know, I just want to throw out the question to you guys. Uh, model for us, maybe a question, or a statement, model for us a way to enter into a conversation around a Thanksgiving table that can help stir someone towards gratitude.
1: Mm. So um, so just a couple things. I, I, I would like to actually start before we do that. I'd like to talk about why gratitude is so important. Oh, I love that. Because when we have... So, so I, I think that the root... Um, of joy is gratitude. Mm, mm. And to the degree that we're grateful, right, we have this joyful countenance. And so, you know, people would often, you know, ask me when I was in parish ministry, like what is the most effective evangelization tool? And I, don't, I always said it's joy. <laughs> it's right. your countenance. That alone, our posture, our face, our countenance, I think can be as provocative as the questions that we ask like like why are you and Albert you are so joyful you i mean you have the best temperament of anybody i know Thank and you. you're always joyful mm. and and that's compelling for people mm, yeah. so i would just say that cuz it's not joy that makes us grateful it's it's ingratitude that makes us joyful right so so I, I, all I'm saying is that there, there's a corollary there. Mm, yeah. and, and, and then I think, too, as um, this isn't just for Thanksgiving. I think it should be our daily mindset. You know, St. Paul tells us in Scripture to give thanks in all circumstances right. because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. It's difficult sometimes to be grateful and thankful, especially against the backdrop of what we see in the world, in the church, our communities, our country. And so I think that's why it's... This is just a, this incredible opportunity to press into gratitude rather than looking at all, all the ills uh, yeah. of the world. And so, um, I, I just kind of wanted to start the conversation yeah. there because I think that's where where it begins. How we? Yeah,
2: and I think so. Uh, thank you for that, Mary. Because if, as I think about um, why why I'm grateful and why I'm joyful, it's because I'm filled with hope. You know, Father John has been preaching. In a, in a uniquely deep way, over the last few weeks, around the importance of hope, and hope is what leads to gratitude. I, you know, if I try to judge everything around me throughout with the eyes of or through the lens of a biblical worldview, then I can see God acting around me, and and so I don't have to have my joy be dependent on that which happens around me. I'm I'm recognizing God's action in a number of things that normally right. I would say, boy, that looks pretty rough, right? right. Um, so hope as a foundation for gratitude, gratitude as a foundation for joy. And this is a great time to reflect on, yeah, it's pretty dark out there. Why, are, why can we be grateful yeah, about anything?
1: Be one of the one of the um, conversation starters that's been a um, a tradition in our family is just to go around the table and ask people what are you grateful for, mm. and I think maybe here I mean I'd love to hear your thoughts. I mean, who leads that conversation? Do we lead that conversation and let everybody else weigh in, right? Or do they lead it and then and then we lead, um, you, you know, we follow after, but. Um, I would just love to share maybe what I'm grateful yeah, for. Yeah, I'd love to it, hear what you're grateful you know, for. Uh, it, it's, it, it's like a litany, right? Um, it's, I think it's one of the, I think this is a great practice period, like every day, like, like list 10 things you're, you're grateful for. But mm. I think for me in a particular way this year, I, I just continue to be grateful for the gift of rescue, mm. my personal rescue. Mm. Um, you know, we would say that, like, I would say like I have been rescued, <laughs> I am being rescued. I will be rescued. I just have this new sense of appreciation for for the gift of faith and what Jesus has done for for me. Um, and for, for me, that includes the church, the sacramental life, the word of God, this great gift of faith that I've received as this new creation in Jesus Christ. I'm truly grateful for the gift of life. Every day is a gift. So grateful for the gift of life. The gift of Steve, my husband, our daughter Elise, my Uh, Son-in-law, Curtis, our twin boys. Um, And I'm thankful for you guys. I'm I'm thankful for mission. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful that God has, like, I'm grateful and overwhelmed Mm -hmm. that he has set us apart to do this work. And so to live on mission in Acts 29, I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for the gift of friendship. Mm -hmm. And particularly grateful for the gift of friendship with you both. And, you know, we say all the time in Acts 29 that you were born for this. And sometimes, you know, we ask ourselves, really, Lord? I was born for this time. It looked pretty dark out there. But I am grateful for being born to live in this time mm. with all of its challenges, yeah. with, all, mm. with all that comes with that. Yeah um, and the call to be great. So those are just a few quick. Those are beautiful. My mind. No,
0: that's great. I love, I love the, 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 way you just kind of walk through that and, and a reminder and an exhortation that it should be a daily practice, not a, an annual practice. So, uh, that's great. I love that. It's very practical. How yeah. about you, bro? Absolutely. You, you, well, so what am I grateful
2: for? Um, uh, two sets of threes. We like to do everything in threes. I was going for three sets of threes, but then I would be taking too much time. Um, the first, just relative to the mission of Acts 29 and the joy mm-hmm. of serving with each of you and with the entire Acts 29 family, it's it's just breathtaking um, to be able to be on mission together. Um, and, and the second one that that goes with that, and the reason for that is just because we get to see Jesus moving in power mm-hmm. in any number, in every circumstance, right? Whether we're talking with deacons, or we're talking with pastors and their leadership teams, or we're talking with presbyterates, um, schools every time, uh, that people are renewed by the encounter of Jesus Christ. And that, that's tremendous joy. Um, and, and so, and, and that, that, that's really the third part of the first is, is that renewal. I'm moved to tears hmm. when I hear the testimonies of a priest saying, you know, I, I, Need to be reminded of the beauty of the gospel, and this has done that for me. It, it's so, so really grateful for that. Um, the grace, the second set of threes are just the joy of my family, my bride, Becky, each and every one of my children, the people the Lord's bringing into their lives, our grandchildren. Um, just, re, just this week, my uh, grandson had a very serious surgery, and blessed be God, he's recovering well. Um, but beyond. The, the joy that is my family, and it is tremendous they we are of one heart and mind as a family Bre- becky not becky's on mission on acts twenty nine mm. and it's it's just such tremendous sweetness that um that we 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 we're on mission together It's not that she travels with us um uh, not often at least not often enough um but just the fact that she has a heart for the gospel and wanting to rescue others so yeah, lots, a very full heart,
0: a very full heart. Praise be Jesus. How,
1: how about you, Padre?
0: Yeah, you know, I, 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 mm. I'm actually coming at this from a, a bit of a different perspective. I I, um, I feel like the Lord's, uh, so rather than just kind of like list what I'm grateful for, I feel like what the Lord's encouraging me to do is, is make sure that uh, I begin my day with a posture of praising and thanking Him. Mm. So it's more like a, a disposition that He's encouraging me to take on mm. you know I think so often we we can uh we can fall prey to a mentality well I don't really feel like thanking I don't feel that grateful you know people people can look at the headlines people are troubled by the election results people are troubled by you know in the state of Michigan we had some disastrous things especially with results of this proposal three we don't feel like thanking God perhaps mm. if you most of us are honest, or if some of us are honest anyway. But it really doesn't have to do with how I feel, Mm -hmm. you know? And so when we were out in Denver last week, one of the days uh, that we were celebrating Mass, the Psalm response was Psalm 149, and I was struck that morning by how often the, the, the words either sing, or praise, or rejoice, or exult, showed up almost like in a staccato fashion. And I think this is one of the powers of the Word of God is it's trying to train me how to talk to God. You know, um, I forget which saint said it, but something to the effect of just like a a child has to learn how to speak from its mom and dad. So I have to learn how to pray. And one of the most powerful ways to learn how to pray is from the Psalms. And then as I was praying with that that day, because I didn't particularly feel like praising God, quite honestly, I was exhausted. I was wrung out. There was something that was really on my mind. And so I I just felt like the Spirit was really wanting to speak, not only to me, but through me back to God. And then my, my mind went in prayer immediately, I don't know why, to Daniel 3. So Daniel 3 is the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego getting thrown into the fire. So imagine this, like, you know, you just got you're standing up for God. You're not going to bow down to an idol and, and God, you know, quote unquote rewards you by letting you get tossed into a flaming furnace. And the first thing that happens in the furnace is they start to sing and to praise God. Mm. And I I just found myself so uh, exhorted and convicted by that, that, you know, we talk often about how God allows us into his courts and We can stand in agonizing prayer on behalf of others, and and the Lord wants us to bring intentions. Most of us, I think if we're honest, most of our time in prayer is is making intentions Mm. present to God Mm -hmm. as if he didn't know them, right? right? I mean, like the—I think it's Mary Caucus who says, like, the point of prayer cannot be to communicate information to God. God knows what I need. So— I just felt like it was a, an encouragement to say how much of my prayer is really spent mm. right now praising mm, God yeah. thanking yeah. God I love that. and I don't think a lot of us are there right yeah. now quite honestly in the church or in the country and, and so it's an exhortation from, from us just to go well you know what I have life I have hope not in this world I have hope because of what Jesus has done he's destroyed the power of death I mean like how much more hope do I want yeah. and history's in his hands even when I can't see him in the midst of the world's right. actions you know that's, uh, yeah. that's, that's what I feel like he's... I'm, so I'm grateful that God is continually teaching me mm. how to live, yeah. mm. how to navigate a very challenging world. Time.
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I... I uh, first of all, thank you for that. I mean, that's, that, that's just really an exhortation for all of us. Um, it was a set of years ago now, but I heard, I heard someone say, they said, praise is not an appetizer.
0: Hmm. In I like prayer,
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not wasting our time. You know, sometimes to your point, Father John, I mean, we're so quick to get there with all of our needs and our intercessions. But it's almost like praise opens the door. Yeah, yeah. and of course, I mean, we uh, and 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 whether that's true or not, but there's like we're not wasting time. Yeah. Praising God before we get into that intimacy, right right, with the Father, it it is to give Him the glory that is due Him. It is it is right and just, right? We talked about that in another podcast conversation. It is right and just that we praise Him. So it's not an appetizer. So start with that.
2: It's so. (laughs) This reminds me. Last year, um, I think it was in the March timeframe. I was in the middle of making some big decisions and. Um, really? you know, we're going through the Bible in the year, and, and Father Mike Schmitz comes on, and he talks. Uh, I, I can't remember which we were in the Old Testament, of course. Joshua's going into battle, and I was just really struck by, you know, Judah is going to lead with praise, and, and what struck me goes to what you were sharing, Father John, about what what happens with them being tossed into the fire. This is less dramatic because they're not actually suffering, but oftentimes. Um, they're leading with praise before they know the outcome of the battle. Exactly. They're praising God
0: in advance
1: ahead.
2: And they don't know quote unquote, whether they're going to win the battle or not, but they're praising, they're giving God his due. And that was very helpful for me. This is a beautiful reminder for me. Like, I don't need to know whether the plans are going to work or whether, you know, it's going to turn out the way that I hope it turns out before I give God what is his due, which is praise.
0: Yeah, you know, know if I could summarize yeah. both of I, I guess actually mm. what all of us have said what comes to mind is there's a line in the Psalms I think it's Psalm 30 where it simply says, you know, I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: And and that's in every from everything, right? From the from the power of sin, from the power of hell, from the power of death. And and then in those individual moments in our lives that he's 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 given grace for even if he hasn't given me the answer to the prayer that I, I made. He gives me grace because his power is made perfect in weakness, and his mm-hmm. grace is sufficient. So, yeah, it's a it's a it's a great time right now, despite all the challenges. You just can't keep saying that it's a great time. Like God created us for now. I remember uh, maybe I'll end with this. I remember Winston Churchill in one of his radio addresses. I think it was. I love reading Churchill and you know, Churchill would always say, you know, like, these are not dark days. These are great days. Mm -hmm. This is in the middle of the blitz in London. Like, the the city's getting bombed every night. And he's not a masochist. And yet he's saying, this is a great time, because this is the time that God's chosen for us to be alive. And there's work to do. So, uh, let's let's make sure that this week we spend the appropriate amount of time, not only on Thursday but every day, giving Him what He justly deserves, which is our praise and thanks, even before we see the outcome. As you just mentioned, brother. All right, love you both. Great to have you on our episode again, brother. We it's, just got to keep you keep
2: splendid. showing up. It's a joy to be with you we always.
1: Love to have you. And happy Thanksgiving to both yeah. of you and to Becky and the kids and and, and happy Thanksgiving to all of you our friends Um, we just love you all so much indeed
0: happy Thanksgiving everybody do not be afraid do not be afraid God is with you and you were born for this